Every day, a small group of people are making quantum leaps forward, building wealth faster than most dream possible, almost like they have the Midas touch. On Breakaway Wealth, we'll unlock the secrets to breaking out of the herd, thinking big and building wealth on our own terms. And now let's join our host, the creator of Create Tailwind, and your abundance advocate, Jim Oliver. Welcome back, Breakaway Wealth. I'm your host, Jim Oliver, and uh, I'm really excited about today. It's uh, it's super sunny here in Florida, and I'm uh, excited to maybe get out and hit a little, uh, play a little golf. But I'm only saying that and rubbing it in a little bit to my co-host today, who is Nick Costco, who's up in Chile, Kentucky. Yes. Thanks for having me. I just pulled up uh, the the old thermometer there, and it said 28 degrees. But uh, tomorrow it's 51 and sunny, so I will hit the links. You know what we call 28 degrees in South Dakota, don't you? Spring. <laughs> it's a spring, no. spring, yeah. <laughs> we call that May. No, just kidding. It's not that bad. But uh, the greatest people in the world, though, up there. And uh, um, all right, Nick, so we're going to do a little Q&A today. Just uh, we've gotten some questions recently, and we're just going to kind of tackle those and, and yeah. uh, see if we can help clear, clear up some questions. Yeah. So, you know, we were brainstorming what we can talk about today. Uh, we've had, a, we're going to tackle three questions today that we've been asked a lot lately. Um, and one of them, the biggest one that I would tell you is people have taken note that in the latest, um, it, it's not called the CARES Act this time. Uh, the Consolidated Appropriations. Yeah, the CAA. There you go. In there, buried in there, was a change to the life insurance rules. That's and right. um, this applies to us. It applies to our clients, uh, current and future. And so um, right now, the insurance companies are kind of digesting everything that's in there. But we just kind of want to speak to that a little bit. So, Jim, you've been in the business only for about 30 plus years, have seen some changes throughout your time. And so as we start digesting this, um, why don't you share some thoughts that you have right now about um, the proposed rule changes and, and kind of what you see the insurance companies or how you see them handling this. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Um, absolutely. So a couple of things is in the 80s, they created the IRC section 7702. And 7702 created the amount of money that you could put into a life insurance contract and they limited it. And they made this line called the modified endowment contract line Okay, there's some other lines that really are, are in that legislation as far as how much money you can put in the first seven years, the most you can put in, all of these things, right? But the one that really, when we're doing infinite banking, the one that comes up the most is the MEC line. Well, what this is going to do is they're, and, and they, to create 7702, they had a 4% guarantee in, in, in life insurance contracts. Now, I'm talking about whole life. I'm not going to talk about UL, okay? Because I'm not buying something that's failed twice in the last 40 years, right? But there is a change to UL. Understand that the companies can increase the fees in UL. Okay, enough said. We're not going to talk about UL anymore. But in whole life, there has been a guaranteed rate of 4%. That, that now they're going to allow companies to lower that to 2 Okay, now 
allow companies to lower that to two, Nick. That means they yep. can. Yeah. Are they going to? Sure, some of them are. Are they going to maybe have other products that have higher guarantees? Well, we'll see. And what I mean by we'll see is all of these companies right now are scrambling to figure out what does this mean? What does this look like? Et cetera. Right. Okay. So let's first talk about the opportunities that we would have, right? Is one is we could increase the premiums that you're able to put into a certain death benefit policy. Meaning if I have a $500,000 policy, the policies that are currently available under 7702, I can put more money in the new regulation than I can now for that $500,000 of coverage. Does that make I, sense? Yeah. And Jim, I think this is a, for our audience, and we're going to put this into the show notes, but we're going to put a link to the 10 minute lesson in life insurance uh, video that we have on our YouTube channel, because Jim's do, talking about some things that I think there, there's some usefulness to have and some visuals to understand where this mech line is and why, you know, how this plays out. Absolutely. And, and understand that if a company has to pay 4%, they have to reserve a lot more money than if they have to guarantee 2%, right? So right. what does that mean? Well, it's going to, theoretically, it should increase dividend. The non-guaranteed side of the equation is going to get more upside. Sure. Okay. I mean, one of the things that I love about whole life and the way that we design whole life is that on the guaranteed side, if I put a million dollars in over 10 years or whatever that number is, I'm just using a round number, right? Almost every time I have a million dollars or right at a million dollars or more on the guaranteed side. Now, Nick, how many things can you put <laughs> money in and 10 years from now, I can guarantee you right. that you're going to have all your money and I access to it at 0%. Yeah, Income I, tax. I, I did a, a presentation yesterday uh, for a client and at 10 years, it was 94% guaranteed right. uh, with the product that, that we use the most. And there, like you said, there's no investment that we, you could look at um, trying to compare it to this where the projected return 10 years from now would be 94% guaranteed. It doesn't exist, right? Right. And so I think just looking at that from, from that perspective, and that's no banking, that's not using the money. Yes. Right? So it's right. such a safe place to store our money, as Nelson said so eloquently in his, in his book, um, Building Your Warehouse of Wealth. It's such a safe place to store your wealth and have it ready to go so that you can go build more wealth. And as we talk about so often, create passive income that meets or exceeds our ideal standard of living. Absolutely. Absolutely. So think of it. Another thing is that you're going to be able to put more money into the contract. You're going to have less guarantees, but more, probably more upside on the non-guaranteed. Yeah. So when I think of all of that, here's the good news. If you like guarantees, I like guarantees, then, um, <laughs> Buy it now. Get in as much as you can before they change the rules. If you are more on the upside potential, then just know that you're going to have those, um, those, those opportunities in the future to put more money into the policy at, for a given death benefit. 
right? And the way that just for people in the audience that don't know, we don't, we don't design policies based on death benefit. We design them based on capitalization. So right. I say, I want to put a hundred thousand or a million dollars a year, whatever it is in. And then we make it the smallest death benefit with the highest cash value in the future, Nick, the bottom line is we're going to make that be able to make that, that death benefit lower yeah, for that contribution. Right. Yep. And understand that um, they're, they're, they're going to increase dramatically. It's going to be a big difference right now. The other thing it's going to, if, if our cash value is growing more efficiently, potentially, right. Right. Then, then that's a good thing. And here's the bottom line after 30, I'm in my 33 years, 33rd year of doing this, is that this is still has all of the keys that we need. It all, it's going to have the collateral. We're going to be able to collateralize our cash value and use the insurance company's money. Okay, thank yep. you. We're going to have access tax-free. They're, they're not attacking or they didn't change or even, you know, come close to even discussing changing the tax-free uh, buildup. Right, right. Or the tax-free death benefit. Yep. Or any of those things. So just like everything in life, it's 10% of what happens and 90% how you, how you react to it. Yep. And with Create Tailwind, we're going to react to this to analyze all of the policies again with all of the companies, figure out which one works best overall and those are be the ones that we're using and growing and coaching our clients to use yeah and i see this as a potential positive but there's also part of me that says i'm going to buy as many of these guaranteed policies at four percent as i can get before these insurance companies change <laughs> well and, and here's the thing the takeaway couple two two key takeaways one, the insurance companies are still digesting the implications of this. Uh, I believe they have till the end of this year to make the changes if they want to. Uh, again, some of these companies may make no change. They don't have to. They're just allowed to. Um, so we're kind of in a wait and see uh, a position now. But the other thing that dawned on me as I look at this, because I've read quite a few different um uh, 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 analysis of this so far. And the key takeaway is that this is all a good thing. Um, you know, I always said what people would ask us, well, what if, what if they change the rules and this isn't so advantageous? Yeah. And I, my response has always been, well, if I were to look at who purchases these policies, you got every fortune 500 company, most major banks, uh, most community banks, you got a whole bunch of people in Congress, you got both sides of the, uh, the presidential aisle, um, most recently here, you know, if they're going to change this, I believe it's going to change for the better. And they did just change it and they did change it for the better. Um, and, and that brings me comfort just even as a, as a buyer. So myself, but, um, you know, I think that I'm glad I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Jim. No, I think that what I like what you said, Nick is, is here's the thing it's better for the insurance company or it's sustainable for the insurance company. Yes. Right. They can't sustain 4% in this market. Now they thought this mark, you know, this low interest rate environment would change, 
It hasn't. It doesn't look like it's going to for the next few years. Right. But I want you to think about something. Are taxes going up or going down? <laughs> Math says it's going up. Right. And it doesn't matter that we're having a, no, it does matter, but it doesn't matter for taxes that uh, we're having a change in uh, quote leadership. Okay. At the top of our country, but it's going to happen faster with those, uh, with those, the leaders that we're going to have here in a, in a, in a day or so. So um, uh, if I think about it, Am I trying to get money protected from taxes? I am. Yes. So I can put more money in here. Yes, right. less of it is guaranteed. Absolutely. But I can get more money in. So yeah. that's a good thing. Get more money that's tax invisible to the IRS. I mean, that's yeah. one of my biggest goals. So uh, I wish they'd just make me invisible to the IRS, but um, apparently they won't. But uh, uh, so, you know, Nick, I think that's still a key thing. And I would say that the policies that are guaranteeing the 4%, they're available right now. Yep. For how long? We don't know. Yep. So let's... Uh... Well, we just kind of touched on there a little bit was, I, I know I said it earlier, hey, that's no banking. So right. now we're talking about, hey, there's a couple, another question we get asked a lot. Um, I'm going to throw you an easy one here, and then we're going to tackle the real fun one as our third one. But the, the easy one is um, one of the products we use right now when we take loans, we get to, we get to pick whether or not we have a fixed interest rate or a variable interest rate. And it's pretty unique in the, in the business uh, that, that we get to make that choice. We can change down the road. Every loan, we get to pick that. Um, one of the common questions is now, why on earth would I pick a variable loan? Because my consumer brain is averse uh, to that because I perceive that as risk. Um, Jim, can you just explain to our listeners the difference between a variable and a fixed rate loan and, and what we are seeing and, and by and large advising our clients to do right now? Absolutely. So it, that really comes down to a variable loan versus a fixed loan comes down to the direct recognition, direct recognition versus non-direct recognition conversation. So in a direct recognition policy, you have a fixed loan rate, but you are, the loan is recognized uh, in, in the policy, meaning that they're going to reduce your dividend, right? Right. And that reduction comes from the loan rate. Okay. okay. So it's always there. So there's companies that um, recognize 50 basis points. There are companies that recognize 75 basis points and so on. Okay. So if I want a fixed rate, then I'm going to have direct recognition. Okay. Now, yeah. Nelson always said that this doesn't matter because again, Nelson was trying to say the policy is not the focus. The process <laughs> is the focus. Your behavior right. is more important than the policy. Okay. Which I wish some of these people on the internet would please listen to that, but they won't. <laughs> they're just trying to turn a trick. That's they're all. trying to turn a trick. So in a variable loan, then it's non-direct recognition, okay? Which means you can take all the loans you want. It doesn't affect your dividend, okay? 
So then you think, but what if interest rates go up? Okay, if interest rates go, and let's say that company's paying, I'm just going to use uh, an example, 5%. And let's say that company's paying a 5.2% or 5.3% dividend. Okay. Okay. If interest rates went to seven, guess what would happen to dividends? I would think it would go up. Absolutely. What do you think is going to happen to loan rates if, if, if there's a 2% guarantee instead of a four? I think it will probably go down. Right. But there's always going to be this relationship. Correct. Right? A delta. Is, is again, remember, the policy is not the issue. So there's only two companies out there that give you a choice. If I couldn't have a choice, then I would choose non-direct recognition. By the way, do I have direct recognition policies? I absolutely do. Am I worried about the recognition? No. Nope. Because I'm making so much return on my assets and my behavior that my money pool is, you know, again, think of the rates of return that we have. I know this isn't part of the question, but we have the rate of return in the insurance contract. We have a, the rate of return um, from the cash flowing assets that we're buying. Right. We have the rate of return on the interest that we're saving. Okay. We have the rate of return on the lost opportunity cost that we're recovering. And then okay. we have, if we're buying cash flowing assets, we have another rate of return, which is rate of cash flow or rate <laughs> on cash flow, whatever way you want to say that. Right. And then in addition to all of that, we have the legacy rate of return. Right. Because someday somebody's going to get a bingo when I graduate from this world. Right. <laughs> and, you know, they're, they're, you know, <laughs> my kids probably won't be yelling bingo, but, the, you know, I mean, I wouldn't blame them if they did when they get the check. Right. <laughs> and, I, and, you know, I, 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 I stole this, but I always say to my wife, try to look sad at the funeral. Right. I mean, when you, if you get the check before the funeral, I tell people, hey, listen, with, uh, with Mayor, she does not need money if something happens to me. She needs help getting the yard mowed and, you know, taking care of the physical structure here. But by golly, do not give her money. <laughs> That's right. So, so uh, variable versus fixed. My first choice is having a choice. My second choice is variable non-direct recognition. Yep. Hey, and here's the great thing. What we offer here is, Hey, we're here to help you sort through that choice. We're not here to tell you what to do. Uh, this happened yesterday. Client called, taking his first loan. Why? Why did? Why was a variable checked on the form? All right, let's just talk through it, and then you decide. And uh, so that's just part of the coaching we offer, and uh, that's part of the fun that we get to have. And uh, so let's tackle the 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 last one, and it's probably, in my opinion, probably the the most important piece. Um, because it really speaks to our behavior. It speaks to, to banking. Um, it, it's about the equipment financing video, or, uh, you know, video and the part of the book. But um, so let's, let's tackle this. So Jim, uh, talking to a client the other day, pers prospective client, he's asking about putting a million dollars a year through this. And, and um, through the conversation, he says, how much will I have in the first year? And I say, well, you're going to probably have about 62 cents on every dollar. So 620,000. And there's a couple, a couple uh, Mississippi's of silence on the other end of the phone um, as he's thinking through that cash drag that we call that, that 
cost in that first year. And as we talked through it, we got through the first 10 years and whatnot, and, and he saw the light uh, of why that this is a, a, a race, uh, a marathon, not a sprint. You know, we, we always ask the question, you want to start first or finish first if we're running a race? And of course, everyone wants to finish first. But let's just talk. I, I'd like to hear you address the audience about, hey, how, how, do, we, how do we address that 38%? And um, in a multitude of ways that we could talk an hour on this, but uh, the one thing that I want everyone to, to realize is in our show notes here, I've got a, we've got a reference to the uh, $10,000 $10, in motion video uh, on our YouTube channel. So check that out. That's the second video uh, in the show notes here today. But um, why don't you address that, Jim, and uh, we'll, we'll wrap up the show with this. Okay. So I love this question, by the way, because... Um, I'm just going to, um, I'm going to answer the question by asking you a few questions about another business we have. All right. Okay. Cause Sounds this good. is the bottom line of that question. Yep. Owner versus customer yep. or owner versus non-owner. Okay. Yeah. We have a business that we're launching in Louisville right now. Right. That's right. Okay. The, the person running that business, they're making money right now. That's right. All right. All right. And, and are we making money? Nope. What are we doing? Yeah, we're, we're, we're investing money. Yeah. We're capitalizing the business. That's right. And, and, and we're in a cash drag situation right now. Yep. Okay. Are you okay with that? I'm excited about it actually. Why, why would you be excited to have cash drag in the beginning? Because I know what it's going to pay six, 12, 24 months from now and beyond it's going to pay me a lot more than the cash drag right now. Right. Okay. So let's go back to the policy. If you go to page 45 of Nelson Nash's incredible book, Becoming Your Own Banker, and you yeah. look at the CD sister versus the IBC sister. Awesome part CD of the book. sister is the customer and the IBC sister is the owner. And in the first year, they put 5,000. Why 5,000? Nelson wanted this to work for everybody. And, it, and he says on page 14, you have to have imagination, okay? So our million-dollar uh, uh, client, okay, he, he had to have enough imagination to multiply from five to a million, okay? <laughs> but the bottom line is, in Nelson's example, the CD sister is getting 5.5% netting for, she puts in five grand, she has 5,200 after the first year. Right. Okay. The IBC put, sister puts in 5,000 and has two grand, a little bit less than two grand, 1900 and something. Yep. Less than what we're showing today. Right. Yep. Okay. But the IBC sister ends up with $706,000 more. Now remember they're only putting five grand in, <laughs> right? I mean the, the, the IB or the CD sister ends up with 258,000. The, the um, IBC sister ends up with $706,000 more than that. And they only, they only funded this for a few years, right? They funded it for seven years, Yep. right? And they financed a $10,000 car over and over again every four years. <laughs> now, <laughs> by the way, example of the possibilities. The possibilities. If you want an explanation of this, set up a meeting through our website to have a coaching session. We'll walk you through this. You'll see the difference between the owner and the customer. But there is, if you want to be the owner, there's an investment 
That first year, cash drag is an investment. Typically, I mean, I wish we had just had a bunch of 45-year-old females that would, uh, you know, would show up because their policies are so efficient. They're like 105% the second year, meaning I put, a, I put that million dollars in and I have 105% of what I put in the second year. Yeah. But let's say you're like one of us old guys and it's only 97 or 99%. <laughs> Basically, no cash drag because I've got a ton of death benefit. And if I graduate real early, then, you know, then my family is going to be yelling bingo again. So, um, but within a few years, really the second year is really close. And again, depending female, male, underwriting class, somewhere around 100% the second year, which means now as the owner, I'm breaking even and I'm going to start to make money on this. No banking, Nick, yet. Right. No banking. No banking yet. <laughs> but when you look at page 45, when does the IBC sister blow past the CD sister where she's never going to, the CD sister is never going to see the IBC sister again? It's about when, a year. But when they start doing what? When she starts borrowing from it. When she starts banking. So what does that tell me? Put in my million dollars, use my $620,000 right away because I'm going to start seeing those benefits and recovering that cash drag. And I'm going to do it a lot faster than you might think. Yeah. Yeah, because you're going to be using the insurance company's money, deploying that. If I deployed six hundred and twenty thousand, and in the first year I recouped say eight hundred thousand with the insurance company's money, didn't I just earn one hundred eighty thousand with the insurance company's money? I start, I start chipping away at any cash quote unquote drag that I experienced. Why? Because of my behavior, and what we've seen people do is, you know, recoup that cash drag in just a couple years. I mean. My own personal example that I've shared multiple times, I did it in the first few months and, yeah. and then financed the rest of the, the policy with the proceeds from the first behavior move. So it's, it's all very doable. So Nick, think about it is who is going to pay that cash drag ultimately? Uh, whatever customers I have out in the world. Yeah. What I mean, our, our assets yeah. So don't look at it as a cost to you. If you're putting that in money in motion the right way, somebody else is going to pay that cash drag. It's going to take a couple of years, but they're going to pay it, not yeah. you. Yeah. And, and when I think about this, ultimately, what's our goal? Financial independence, right? Yeah. So the more money we can get in motion, the faster we can get the financial independence. Yep. Yeah, and, absolutely. I mean, and so we have to, it's the behavior, it's the behavior, it's the behavior. And, and that's why on this podcast so often we have people that have opportunities to do something with that behavior or education, or here's how I did it, or, you know, whatever it is, that behavior has to start and it has to start soon. Yep. So here's what I would what I would say, everyone, is that this is what we love to do. We love uh, when people come on as clients or as prospects, and they're like, "Hey, I've got this situation. What's it look like if I run this through my my insurance contract?" And we'll walk you through 
the, the million dollar example will walk you through whatever that number is that, that, uh, that you want to see flow through your system. What are those, uh, uh, opportunities that you have with your behavior to tackle. And uh, I promise you, if you're just a prospective client, uh, we're not going to, uh, you know, twist your arm at the end of the meeting and say, Hey, you got to sign here. This is not how we operate, but, um, we, that's what we enjoy doing. Um, if you, if that's something you want to do, go to our website, create tailwind.com, uh, click on the contact us button. Um, you know, we'll, we'll take care of that, setting up an appointment and walking you through this. Um, uh, whatnot, but uh, thanks, Jim, for for answering these questions for us. It, it's uh, I know you added a lot of value to our to our audience today. Um, you got a couple videos in our show notes. Uh, go watch those if you've not seen those yet. We, we're constantly trying to add content to the YouTube channel uh, to to bring value to you guys. If you've got other FAQs, other questions that you you want us to address in a future episode, uh, put those in into the uh, the form on the contact us. We'd we'd be happy to address those in a future episode. But uh, thanks, Jim, for for what you did for us today. Yeah, thank you, Nick. And um, you know, uh, for the audience, next time you walk into the bank, just decide: would I rather be the owner or the customer? <laughs> right? And because uh, I love that last question, I could probably talk about that for another hour, but I won't, Nick. And uh, <laughs> Uh, we're here to help you break away from the herd. Nothing good happens in the herd until next time. Uh, thank you, Nick, for joining us. And I'm your host, Jim Oliver. Break away. Want to become your own banker and build wealth on your own terms? We'd love to help. Go to createtailwind.com to learn more and schedule a complimentary consultation.